0: Thank <laughs> you. To this week again. Welcome back to your weekly recap of everything that's news and views in the world of LGBT. I'm your host Anthony from a Shanty No Lemon, and tonight we have a but little small crew with me tonight. But that does not mean that they are in any way minor in their roles. In fact, if anything, they're probably the stars of the show, and I am merely the conductor. So,
1: at least you finally fucking realize it.
0: By the way, is I'm looking at the Google Docs. Is that supposed to be the fucking blue jeans guy?
1: That fucking blue jeans guy.
0: That fucking blue jeans guy. Yes. <laughs> Everybody, welcome David back to the show and back to his apartment.
1: <laughs> Hello. Hello. Details to come on my own show.
0: Yes. And then...
1: Not that Anthony will ever listen.
0: Hey, I don't even have time to listen to my own show this week, in the last couple of weeks, so don't get me started. So, if you want to pay me to listen <laughs> so I can quit my job, I'll listen all the time.
1: To your own show?
0: No, to, to other podcasts. So.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I'm actually falling behind in a lot of my podcasts. It's very aggravating. But that's another story yeah. for another time. Anyhow, and of course, we have the ever reliable Mr. Brother Sonatus. Hey. Hello. All right. So, I think um, we probably should talk a little bit or at least make note to the great loss in our podcasting community that has transpired over the last couple of weeks. Um, Lord Byron, who I don't know if I ever talked to. or Something in the back of my mind is telling me I probably talked to him on a group show at one point. But, um, you know, as you get older... You basically forget things. So I'm um, not sure if I ever engaged with him, but basically he was a staple in the podcasting community. Um, do you guys have any stories? Want to talk a little bit about Lord Byron?
2: Well, I just remember all his um, follow Fridays that happened to seven days a week each morning. First thing, and it was uh, he and I would interact just about every day a little bit. Uh, it was the one of the, my starts to the morning between that and listening to Big Fatty.
0: And, uh, what, what did he die of? Does anyone know just old age or a cancer? Oh yeah. Well, we, uh, David, do you have anything you want to talk about? Lord Byron?
1: Um, uh, yeah, same thing. I was Twitter friends with him. I don't really, I, I'm not sure if he was ever a listener. Cause a lot of my listeners are basically Larry, the Larkers and Lorena, the Larkers, but, uh, I know he was a great Twitter friend and, um, always very nice whenever i did speak with him so i certainly you know i feel the loss a lot of us out there feel uh we we become a community on this thing uh for better or for worse a lot of times (laughs) and um you know it's a big loss and a little small
0: niche of a family
1: yeah yeah i mean it's like you know two two major losses um in the podcasting community over the couple of years um Oh, uh, the, the other one? one, the other one, well, it's a guy that you probably wouldn't know. His name is uh, Derek K. Miller. Um, he did a lot of pod safe music for uh, a lot of the pod shows. He was one of the pioneers of uh, Mevio's Music Alley. Oh. Okay. Um, and uh, he actually does, he co-wrote the theme song for my show. Oh. Not specifically for my show, but it's the song that I use. Okay. So, um him and, and but him and Lord Byron, you know the the podcasting universe is a little dimmer tonight because of two big stars having gone on their way.
0: Well, it's quite possible we could get some new stars, but we definitely do salute those that have come before. So this show is Absolutely. dedicated to you, Mister Byron, and uh
1: in advance, we're sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there, there you go. All right. Well, without any further ado, let's talk some news and. Let's go down to uh, David's David's home state down there in Tennessee. Tell us what's going on there.
1: All right. Tennessee School District backs off censorship of students' LGBT slogans. In response to a letter from the Southern Poverty Law Center, also known as the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, never mind. That's <laughs> not them. That's them Nazis. There we go. Uh, School officials in Savannah, Tennessee, have acknowledged students' rights to display pro-LGBT signs and slogans on their clothing while at school. The decision comes in the wake of an incident while several Hardin County high school students were told by an assistant principal that they could not wear symbols like a rainbow flag because they promoted and advertised sex. That's right, damn it. We can't be advertising that sex. (laughs) Students were also threatened with suspension, class failure, and disqualification and a nice paddling as well from (laughs) graduation if they refused to end their week of pride in support of LGBT students. According to the SPLC, district officials have now rightfully affirmed that the raw rainbow flag and slogans like gay pride are not vulgar, yeah, right, or sexually explicit, the hell, <laughs> and do not violate school board policy. Yeah, we'll just wait till the next school board meeting. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ah, what can I say? Uh it's.
0: How did you survive living in that
1: state? Hardin County, if I remember right, Savannah, Tennessee. I'm trying to even remember where the hell that was. Um. I mean, I grew up in Northeast Tennessee, which is probably even worse. But um, I'm gonna look up where where uh, Hardin County, Tennessee, is. I, you know, basically, I grew up and I moved out. Yeah. I mean, but you know, I mean, things don't necessarily stay the same way all the time. I mean, there's a guy um, in my hometown who's. I wouldn't say he's completely openly gay, but a lot of people do know. And he's uh, Do you have any relatives the, back there? Oh yeah, all my relatives are there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do they still uh, talk to you? Uh, uh, some of them, yeah. Not all of them, but you know, some <laughs> of them. Yeah. Okay, Hardin Tennessee. Oh yeah, that's that's lower. Uh it's basically right on the border of uh middle and west Tennessee. Um yeah. Okay. It doesn't shock me too much. The, uh, <laughs> well you get toward kind of that middle Tennessee. Well, it's already been happened, happened several times actually. <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't shock me too much where it's at cause it's down, um, yeah, Southern middle, almost into West Tennessee. So yeah, it doesn't shock me too much, but Hey, you know, at least, uh, they got their hands slapped and, um, they um, basically um, did the right thing, what can I gotta
0: say. All right. Well, also, let's tell us, tell us about the current state you're in. Tell us about this next story.
1: Okay. they do it in a uh,
0: Michigan accent.
1: <laughs> okay. Um,
0: <yeah. laughs> we were following, this a, is a follow-up to I a story could, we had a couple, couple months ago.
1: I could do a Yulper accent here. There we go. The the GOP-dominated Michigan House has approved a bill making it legal for student counselors and therapists to refuse LGBT clients based on religious objections. Okay. The bill is named for Julia Ward, the Michigan student who was refused graduation when she rejected a gay client because her Christian beliefs did not allow her to treat immoral persons. The bill reads... A public degree or certificate granting college, university, junior college, or community college of this state shall not discipline or discriminate against a student in a counseling, social work, or psychology program because the student refuses to counsel or serve a client as to goals, outcomes, or behaviors that conflict with the sincerely held religious belief of the student. If the student refers the client to a counselor who will provide the counseling or services... Uh, related, in January of this year, Ward won the right to sue her former school. She's being represented by the Alliance Defense Fund, and the case is still pending. Um, so, uh, you know, it's gop dominated Michigan House, actually the Senate. Um, we basically have House and Senate, both Republican-controlled, and we have a Republican governor. So this has got a pretty darn good chance of passing. Yeah. And it's election year, so they're going to be pandering to the right wing.
0: So, okay, so explain this to me. So basically she could say if she's a student that is trying to be a therapist. Yes. Then she could say she could refuse somebody based on her religious
1: beliefs, right? Exactly.
0: Okay. She
1: could refuse to counsel somebody um, or serve as a client. Um, well,
0: can't you do that to begin with? Though I mean, if you don't want to serve somebody as a client, you should be able to. Re- I mean, you can, you can have other reasons other than religious beliefs, right? Um. Are are you required to take clients when you're going through school?
1: I. That that's basically what this saying is. You know, you you can now refuse to. You can now just say, you know, because I'm. Um, you know, she could. She could refuse to counsel a Muslim student because of this.
0: Yeah. Um, but why would it, But then again, the, the flip side would be, and I hear, I hear Joey talk, it's like, why would you want to be counseled by someone that doesn't want to counsel you?
1: Well, I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't. I would not want to be counseled by somebody who's not going to be— How um, you. Right. You know, par, at least impartial—well, partial. There we go. Impartial. Yeah, so I mean, if, if somebody's going to be biased against me, then I don't want them counseling me. So, so, uh, yeah. I want somebody to tell me I'm wrong if I'm wrong, and I right. want somebody to correct me if they, you know, if something I'm saying or doing is potentially harmful to myself or someone else. But, you know, she's fighting basically against the APA. She is fighting against um, I forget what the the one for psych- psychiatry is, but she's fighting against essentially the same accreditation board that she's going to be working with although i think there's supposedly a uh, an alternate one now but yeah don't you know, get me it, wrong she's
0: a complete douchebag but
1: i don't i don't think she's going to be too successful no, I mean, no. she may go into christian counseling where you don't oh, have to have the credentials
0: <laughs> as evident as evident by my parents who went to christian counseling oh that helped a ton now they got divorced <laughs> Yeah, no. That, well,
2: you
1: know, I
0: what? Come on, David, go ahead and defend the Christians. I
1: I don't know the I don't know the circumstance. I don't know what what issues they went in with, and I cannot I'm not qualified to diagnose. So, I'm just saying don't don't assume well, just because it was a Christian counselor that that's why your parents split up. Your parents split up because they couldn't reconcile their differences right
0: but the thing is, is that if you're going to be a counselor you need to understand the under you need to understand the science behind mental well-being and whatnot you just can't be in this particular case was you know a pastor's wife who thought she could do something well you know it's like no you don't know exactly what you're you have no yeah. scientific training you have no oh, oh, you're a nice lady that thinks that you're being accomplishing something and she did nothing so okay
1: you know about this situation better than I. Yeah, I'm really not qualified to, to comment. So. Well,
0: it's just if you're going to be a counselor, I don't care if you're a counselor of either. If You can't get away, in my opinion, by being a counselor just by saying that you believe in Jesus. you got to have some training. So,
1: Oh, I agree with that. So I gotta, agree with you that. Gotta,
0: I mean, if you're going to be a Christian counselor, you need at least to understand that there are the, the signs behind, um, you know, the you – know, m- I'm at a loss for words, but you know, oh, psychology. You know, you have to understand psychology. So,
1: well, I mean, I, there is that. At the same time, also being a good listener and just listening for, you know,
0: well, yeah, that comes with part of the phrases. job. But but basically, yeah. it's just that you know you can't go yeah. in with the idea that well,
1: like I, I said, I, Anthony, I, honestly, I I can't comment I know, on this. I know, and I know, and because, David,
0: we're actually agreeing, so let's just move on. Okay,
1: that's good. <laughs> okay. Move forward. <laughs> Move get on. off my lawn.
0: <laughs> I don't think we've heard uh, what's his face on uh, Better Judgment in a while. We need to get anti- we need to get Auntie Vera on this program. Goddamn it! What's she doing on Sunday nights?
1: Uh, um, usually recording t- a show.
2: Yeah. No, she, she she records Monday on Monday.
1: Yeah, that's but right. She's,
2: her, her weekends are sacred for her because that's oh, the time she spends time. with Gooch. Yeah. Exactly,
1: that's Gooch time. Yeah, good luck.
2: Yeah, must
0: must be nice. <laughs> must be nice to have all the time in the world, but
2: well, it's that, that's one of the group, uh, one of the couples that don't need the therapy. Yeah, exactly. well, that's true.
0: Yeah, If anything, they they just need to tone it down a little. <laughs> No, I'm kidding.
1: Jealous much?
0: Yes, very much so. <laughs> cruise, the cruise of a lifetime. Fuck yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, inside baseball. Uh, Bursteinis, tell us about
2: expose. Expose. Okay, this is from Joe. My God, exposed. Opposite married gay Mormon is actually an ex-gay reparative therapist. Earlier this week, much of the GLBT uh, blog sphere and the mainstream media talked about Josh Weed, the happily married gay Mormon who claimed while while he's completely homosexual, he has a satisfying marriage with a woman (laughs) with whom he has a robust sex life. But it turns out Weed is actually an anti-gay reparative therapist who gets, well, the joke by God has a little... Uh,
0: (laughs) Pay to torture gay men. (laughs)
2: Yeah, uh, a little editorial in there, just slight. About the completely natural sexual orientation. Some of you may want to rethink the kind words you said about the mother... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) On Monday's blog post.
0: (laughs) Well, somebody was reading this right off the cuff. (laughs) Yeah, well, we knew... um,
2: well i mean it's we know that you know,
0: imperative it, therapy doesn't help i mean
2: come on you come on well people. Then, i mean if he, this is i mean if this is really true he was representing himself as a, a homosexual and trying to show that um his profession does so much i mean that's a lie just dirty that's just dirty yeah but i mean if, if this is true this is just filthy um Way to do it
0: It's downright dirty And people will Well It's very evident That people will Dip down To low means To get any sort of attention And or Get their Get their own way If they're very much Against the the gay people So Against us gays So I mean This is This is nothing That we haven't seen before But it's just funny that You know Especially Especially with the The modern day The internet You figure this guy Wouldn't get found out Sooner or something
2: well, yeah. But he looks of, again, he looks of course, great. then again, you would, uh, you would think that uh, people would uh, know better than to – with the internet nowadays to try to pull it too, so.
0: Yeah, it's just people are – people are so, – people are, kids these days. Kids these days are dumb <laughs> with their internets and their reparative therapies and – I don't know. All right. Let's move on to the next story. So – Illinois. Off to Illinois we go. And Cook County attorney won't defend against same-sex marriage suit. The governor, the attorney general, and now the state attorney of Cook County all support same-sex marriage in Illinois. Cook County state attorney Anita Alvarez's office says she'll submit a filing Thursday that indicates she agrees with several parts of two lawsuits challenging the same-sex marriage ban in Illinois is in a move that signals another legal victory for proponents of same-sex marriage. Alavera's office said it will omit the sa- salient allegations within the compliant and concede that the Equal Protection Clause the Illinois Constitution prohibits discrimination in the issuance of marriage licenses based upon sex or sexual orientation. We are in agreement that the plaintiffs that Illinois laws that prohibit same-sex marriages are unconstitutional. We believe the plaintiffs are correct in their assertion that the Illinois Constitution upholds marriage equality for same sex couples just as it does for opposite sex couples. Well, and opposite sex, that sounds so odd for some reason. Expect anti gay groups to violate and to defend against the suit themselves. Update The Thomas More Society is furious and says they will launch an attempt to intervene. And blah, 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 blah. So hatred, hatred, hatred. Crap, 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 crap. You can. Read more on it. So, um, yeah, it's funny. It's like even when the people say uh, we really are not going to argue this point, they're like, "Oh no, you must argue this point. You must be, you must stand for the, you must go against gay marriage, even though it says in the constitution that you can't."
2: And gentlemen, yeah. your thoughts? Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, just that um, I mean, the end is there, there and uh, near, and. Um, they're just trying to you know We're fight, it, fight it as much as they can.
0: We're getting close to the, extinguishing this this anti-gay flame here at some point. Well, What's, yeah. What scares me is we may get to the Supreme Court on it and that's where I'm, I'm a little bit worried.
1: Yeah, that's going to be the, the big question.
0: It's so like if it goes to the Supreme Court, how is that going to get played out and what happens if it doesn't come out in our favor? I mean, how do we overturn that clusterfuck then?
1: Another Supreme Court decision Uh, Or a constitutional amendment
0: Yeah How do we get a national constitutional
1: amendment? Uh, Two-thirds majority in the House Two-thirds majority in the Senate Two-thirds of the state uh, Ratify it
0: Two-thirds of the states, right?
1: Oh, actually, I think it's three-fourths of the states Yeah, three-fourths Yeah
0: Okay, so on to our next story. Lambda Legal filed suit on behalf of a man convicted of exposing partner to HIV. Lambda Legal has filed an appeal on behalf of the gay man originally sentenced to twenty-five years of prison for exposing a sex partner to HIV. The sentence was later reduced to five years of probation. The men used a condom during one of their The Men used a condom during their one encounter and there was no transmission of HIV via press release. The law only applies to those who intend to expose others to HIV, says Christopher Clark, senior staff attorney for Lambda Legal. The conviction cannot stand because someone who engages in safe sex is not guilty of criminal transmission of HIV. Nick's use of a condom clearly indicates that he was protecting a sexual partner from exposure. In June 2008, Rhodes had a one-time sexual encounter with Adam Plend- Plend- Plendo during which they used a condom. Several days later, Plendale was told by a friend that Rhodes might be HIV positive and he contacted the police. The police arrested him in in September 2008 and under the advice of his counsel, he pled guilty. Despite the fact that a condom was used and Plendale did not contract HIV. Rhodes was convicted of intentionally exposing uh, him to HIV. He received a maximum sentence of 25 years in prison and lifetime registration as a sex offender. Oh, my God. This, don't get me started on the sex offender bullshit. But uh, Several months later, the court suspended his prison sentence, and he was placed on supervised probation for five years. On March 15, 2010, Rhodes filed an application for post-conviction relief, arguing that he had received ineffective assistance from his counsel, who advised him to plead guilty. In December 2011, the court denied the application. Lambda Legal is representing Mr. Rhodes in his appeal to the Iowa Supreme Court. Wow. Okay, so, God, where do we begin with this one? <laughs> I mean, if he's using a condom, obviously obviously, it's up to, uh, if he's using a condom, help me here, David. Who's at fault here? I don't think anybody's at fault. You really can't hold anybody accountable if they're using a condom, can you? And we're back. Okay. Where did I leave off?
1: Um, You had just finished the article and you said, where do we begin? That's yeah. when I lost you.
0: Yeah, where do we begin on this one?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, the way I understand it is the, the person was convicted, but the, his sexual partner was not yeah. filing any complaint or anything. So it was, you know, the authorities taking advantage, trying to take advantage of it. Yeah, it sounds law. like they
0: basically jumped the gun, arrested the guy for... Basically just not telling the other person, which if he didn't contract the disease, there really was no crime to begin with.
2: Well and he used the condom too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then you get registered as a sex offender. I mean this is these are one of these um and I know you're gonna call me conspiracy theories, but once again an example of the government overreaching their bounds, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yes, I think we just lost somebody because I heard the oh. hang up.
0: No, I was trying to call everyone else back. So, but I saw oh, okay. you guys. So, okay.
1: Oh, okay. okay. But
0: it's just, just, just us girls.
1: So, speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm driving a truck now. Damn it!
0: <laughs> You're driving a truck.
1: That's right. I'm a lesbian now.
0: What kind of, t- what kind of truck? One fifty. Oh my god.
1: Could yes. you get, could
0: you waste any more gas money? Do you I just, know right? Do you just want to burn money? I mean seriously, just give me send your money this way. Speaking of which, that's a great segue. Um
1: yeah, <laughs> oh God. I, <laughs> oh God. I'm sorry, people.
0: <laughs> I, I I love when I make my own segues. But this one's actually a very important um donation. Um they
1: always are.
0: Yeah, well this one actually is serious. Um Our friends, Roy and Lisa, who you may have known from our um, our gay comedy podcast and previous other uh, Shantina Lama shows, their dog, poor dog, has lymphoma, and they are going through the process of trying to save their dog for cancer treatment, and um, they have established the – their dog's name is Blitzkrieg, the Blitzkrieg Cancer Fund, and basically they are seeking donations to help with the medical costs to basically save their poor little puppy – and uh, let me tell you, if there's any puppy that needs saving, this poor dog, who was already through so much, got beat when he was a puppy to begin with by his previous owner, um, lost an eye, and has was given a wonderful home by Lisa and Roy, I mean, this this puppy definitely needs it. So if you are interested in donating to this, please go to uh, condoblues.com. I think it's condoblues.com. Or it's um, just do a search for Condo Blues. It's Lisa's blog and uh, look under the donation fund and donate to Blitzkrieg's cancer fund.
1: Oh, moving... Yes, definitely. Go, go ahead. I was, uh, just definitely. I was agreeing with you.
0: Oh, okay. Alright, moving on to the next story. I have
2: it. You Go ahead, sir. Go on it. Man searched an airport on suspicion of pedophilia because he had a camera and a boyfriend. A man... A gay man was stopped at Gatwick Airport last year by a Border Force officer who suspected he was involved in pedophilia because he had a camera and a boyfriend. What? A report into controls at the airport has revealed. The incident was recorded during observations of staff behavior as as part of an inspection at Gatwick, Airports North Terminal by the Independent Chief Inspectors of Borders and, come on, roll. (laughs)
0: Immigration Office.
2: And immigration, and highlighted by journalist uh, David Heck. The report says some officers had poor understandings of appropriate selection indicators and risk uh, profiles in determining which patient's which passengers to challenge and in some cases we're making judgments based on stereotypes.
0: Yeah, thank.
2: That's yes.
0: And you don't have to read the rest of the article yeah, cuz it's yeah. long and boring, but once again, okay, so I'm going to go off TSA stuff is bullshit. We need to roll back all this extra crap right now. Go back to 9-11, pre-9-11 stuff. Go through the metal thing that's, you know, and stop with all this extra crap of frisking people and making and just start interrogating people who look funny. That's the only way we're going to do, do it. Instead of in- interrogating people for no reason at all, which is this bullshit here. So, um, okay, and I'm waiting for David to jump in and tell me I'm crazy. David, that's your cue. No. <laughs> You're not I mean, gonna tell me how crazy conspiracy theories?
1: Uh, you know,
2: <laughs> well, I'm not certain this is necessarily a conspiracy. I mean, this happened, so.
0: Well, it's just this TSA stuff's ridiculous. I mean, just well,
2: of course, this was the, uh, British though, too.
0: Yeah, I know it's coming from pink news, but even over there, it's like you know, it's just like. Start with the, the airline industry needs to get the government out of their hands and start privatizing it so if I want to go fly on no frisk airlines and I could take my chance I could take my chance as a, a well-paid citizen who pays well, taxes
1: it, I okay <laughs> I'm, I'm yes just, just you, can, you can choose to take that chance but do you feel like you should make that chance for somebody make that choice for somebody else? No, you don't is... have that right.
0: Yes, like, Well, that that person has that right. You to
1: don't have the right to themselves. make the choice for somebody else.
0: We well, may don't have the right. Uh, explain your theory. I'm not. I'm not following you.
1: You can choose to fly. You know, the the friendly skies, and potentially flying an airplane is going to blow you up, or with someone who's going to blow you up. Right. That's your choice. Right. But you shouldn't be able to make that choice for somebody else.
0: Well, no, and then, but the other person would have the chance to fly. You know. Non-frisk airlines are frisky like crazy airlines.
1: Yeah, I... That,
0: that should be... A, it should be privatized. The government should be involved in this bullshit because, one, studies have shown... Okay. And once again, I prove that... And once again, I say that a lot of studies are... There's been studies that show the studies are mostly inaccurate, but it does good, seem to favor that a lot of this extra security stuff does nothing to deter from what actually happens. And if you want to do anything... To actually take care of the problem is the most effective way to deal with, um, you know, terrorists and whatnot. It's just interrogation. Ask people where they're going, where they've been, you know, ask them questions when they get there.
1: Like they're just going to tell you automatically because scouts on
0: it's it's, it's Basically, it's been shown that when they actually put pressure on people, the ones that are the troublemakers actually come clean. So... That's why you just have to you know what? You just have to have an intimidating person. Get my mom to work there. I guarantee you no terrorists are gonna come in. Oh, so where you're going? So why are you going there? What exactly are you gonna be doing there? Oh well that's interesting. Who are you going with?
1: (laughs) Anthony's mom, the solution to terrorism everywhere. Exactly.
0: My mom and my grandmother would solve all the terrorist woes if you put them in the airlines. Believe me. Put a couple of uh, Italian and German mothers there. Maybe throw in some Jewish mothers there with the guilt trip. I guarantee you, we have this problem completely solved. So anyhow, no
1: one where's else. There's the good? cricket sound effect when I need it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boing. All right. Well, let's cricket. Go, let's go to. Um, let's move over to. Uh, de, uh, where's General Mills at? Me. Yeah, you Minnesota. Take us to Minnesota and yes. tell us about the, the the you know do. And if you could do this, an unlucky charms
1: kind of. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do accents. I'm too tired. Okay, right. already tried. All right, just do. Couldn't even do my own state. <laughs> okay, the international food giant General Mills has publicly declared it opposes a proposed constitutional amendment to ban equal marriage in Minnesota and has consequently angered anti equality groups in the state. The Fortune 500 company is based in Minnesota, where at a ballot measure this November, voters will decide whether to ban equal marriage in the state. The Obama administration opposes the measure. At a meeting for gay and lesbian professionals in the company this week, CEO Ken Powell affirmed his opposition for the proposed amendment, which the company's vice president for global diversity and inclusion, Ken Charles, formally endorsed in a letter. Ken right anyway, that that part i haven 't figured out did he formally endorse the the amendment or not, but anyway, well, yeah uh, we do not believe the proposed constitutional amendment is in the best interest of our employees or our state economy, Mr. Charles wrote in an email. We value diversity, we value inclusion, okay, so he he 's against it. General Mills, the name behind many of the world 's popular cereal brands, is the first major international organization in the state to openly declare their opposition to anti-equality legislation, though they were preceded in this at the local level by St. Jude Medical, uh, which manufactures devices for the health health industry. The anti-equality group National Organization for Marriage, NOM, which runs campaigns against marriage equality around the U.S., has been quick to condemn the food giant for declaring war on marriage, the group, which currently boycotts Starbucks for their pro-equality stance, has also sent letters to 50 of the state's largest companies, urging them to remain neutral on the measure. And by neutral, of course, they mean opposing it <laughs> or favoring the measure.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Richard Carlbaum, campaign manager for, the, for an anti-amendment group, praised the decision of the company, saying the business case against this amendment is straightforward and powerful. Media commentators note this was a sign that companies around the U.S. are becoming bolder in their support for gay rights and marriage equality. Recently, 50 major companies, including Nike, Xerox, and Time Warner, signed a court briefing against the Defense of Marriage Act, which denies federal benefits to same-sex couples. So, yay, General Mills. Yay. Um, I don't remember what cereals they buy, but I will definitely make Lucky sure that Charles I— uh,
0: tricks. I thought so. Um, what else? Cheerios. 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 brand, No, Raisin Brands, um, Kellogg's. Um, I think General Mills does. Yeah. They
2: had Ca- had chocolate. I don't know. I mean, maybe they should still be, you know, making it so those people can buy those cer- certain those cereals and let their kids have the bad memory and all that from the… <laughs>
1: yeah exactly.
0: hey. all I can say is that uh I think I think the real reason is because Frankenstein was having an affair with blueberry, and they didn't want to have a lawsuit
1: <laughs> well, if you think about it, I mean, every <laughs> single one of these had a had a cartoon associated with it. Can you get much gayer than that?
0: yeah I want to look the you know, what's your lucky charms free gay if you ask me so
1: uh my point
0: rainbows, colored rainbows, and marshmallows I mean could you get it yeah
2: yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> Popo Does, way Yeah. Yay, Plans. General Mills. It uh, definitely makes me want to support them. I'm not sure how Kellogg's. I'm not sure where they came down when when the marriage amendment went through Kellogg's in this state. I think
0: it's a little bit anti-gay. If memory serves me right, but I could be
2: wrong.
1: I'm not sure about that. I know they're they're on the west side of the state, which tends to be in the more conservative side.
2: Yeah. And aren't they kind of associated with the Adventist Church and stuff like that too?
0: Yeah, sort Kellogg's of. is a little more conservative.
1: I'm Their thinking. founder, I believe, was an Adventist, but don't yeah. quote me on that. Well, I
2: don't know what. Yeah, I don't know where it went after they, they were founded, but yeah, that was. Of course, if you Line want up. to look into a wacky history, is look into the history of that.
1: Well, I mean, as a general rule, the west side of the state, which is where Battle Creek is at is is the more conservative side of the state I mean not that this state is amazingly liberal to begin with, but you have yeah you, you have your Dutch reform, which tends to be a lot more conservative um, you got oh God I'm trying to think anyway it it, it tends to be more conservative on the west side. Mm. So there you go
0: well, what I guess the question is why do certain companies get all the promotion like why is JC Penney so attacked, in General Mills, and then like other companies like Time Warner and stuff, just the people just gloss over.
1: Um, I think they're all getting attacked. It's just in some cases, uh, the company is so big that nobody could even make a dent in them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, General Mills, yeah, could be kind of vulnerable. I mean, people could switch over to Kellogg's or well, so it's Post. Got a, or, it's,
2: it's got a family-friendly added, or I mean. It's you know it's for families I guess right. it's, 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 it's you're hurting our families so that's why we're going to hurt you or yeah right.
0: but you know what just yeah and that's stupid because it's like oh well you you support gay marriage I guess our cereal is going to be coming with gayness in it it's like I mean what what do they expect it's like oh Lucky Charms now with now I won't go there but yeah <laughs> it's just it's just uh, it's people are stupid once again. I think that's the title, that's the title of today's well, show. People are you saying, know,
1: the thing is, um, none of these boycotts ever do anything.
0: Well, JC well, JC Penney is probably not doing well to begin with for other reasons. But they're claiming that's why JC Penney is doing so bad. But Starbucks did humongously better after they started the boycott, and yeah. to the point where other other places were saying boycott us because yeah. Starbucks did so much better. Now, well, JC
1: Penney, JC was already in trouble. I mean, they they um, they just were really mismanaged, which quite a few of the department store, uh, major department stores are right now. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing that some analysts are saying about JC Penney, now that we really want to go on, on too much of a tangent here, is that people just don't get this new marketing strategy. They don't get an everyday low price strategy. Um, yeah. People like sales. People like coupons. It's a gimmick. It's ridiculous. You basically end up paying the same price um, with a, you know, a several percent off and a coupon that you're paying every day at JCPenney. It's just when people see that four-letter word sale, they're not necessarily going, no, they're going, yay.
0: Well, but see, but why does that work for Trader Joe's, whose policy is everyday low prices, Probably because they're more specialized. Trader
1: Joe's, Trader Joe's just has that prestige. Yeah. It's a prestige brand. Yeah. It's like Oops. a Coach purse.
0: And, and don't you feel like? Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but JC Payne's just has the image of being like. The old way you would go shopping for clothes. You come into this big place with your mom and you have to go and there's no color. There's nothing interesting. And there's just racks of clothes everywhere. And then you just you have to go try them on. And then your mom's like, Come out and let's show me. You're like, No, I don't want to come out And she's like, Come out of here. And so you have to walk out with the clothes <laughs> on. And then she takes her finger and checks the size for you right in front of everybody. And then you're traumatized for the rest of your life. And then she doesn't even buy the jeans. So you spent three hours hours trying on does anyone else have that stigma attached to them or is it just me
1: no anthony i think you need to have some therapy
0: (laughs) i'm in therapy guess what he said you're not crazy you're just neurotic
1: (laughs) yeah well we could have saved you three hundred dollars an hour and told you that one
0: Hey, give me credit for coming up with that story on the fly. That was pretty impressive, if I do say so
1: much. That sounded a little too close to home. Yeah, I think that, that really is your story.
0: Home, I hate to say <laughs> That's yeah. why I can't go into those stores anymore because it's like, oh, it's just my, my childhood. I'm like, I don't want to go to this stupid store. Why? You spend half your time looking at all these clothes, and I got to. The only enjoyment, I guess, is hiding in the racks as a little kid, and then you yell at me for doing that. So, anyhow. Yeah, okay. It's like, ooh, what's this, what's this pretty story called The Gap? <laughs> All right. Anyhow, right. Uh, who wants the next story?
2: All right. I have it up. Okay. Okay, Denmark. Equal marriage laws for gay couples comes into effect today, which is June 15th. Denmark's new law allowing gay couples to marry in any of the state church, churches has come in effect today. Uh, Yay, and that's, Denmark. I mean, that's basically it.
0: Yay, Denmark. Denmark is uh, where the uh, the Danish people are, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's you know, it. Goes to show. I mean, once again, we are making some progress, even if it's not necessarily in our country. So, so those of you who live in, I mean, there's a huge, there was a ton of stories this week, uh, this week about Zimbabwe and all these other countries. I'm like, go to Denmark. <laughs> Start going towards Denmark. Start walking north. And when you hit the sea, start swimming. So, all right. On to the yeah. next story. Uh, New York passes... Oh, I wish Joey was here. New York passes cyberbullying Act. The Empire State Pride agenda is thrilled via press release. New York State Senate under the leadership of Senate Majority Leader Dean Skilos and the State Assembly under the leadership of Speaker Sheldon Silver. And with the tireless advocacy of Senator Steve Salandra and the Assemblymember Jesus Christ, are we doing a whole credits here? Uh, pass legislation that will help protect children from bullying and harassment online. We all know the urinary provides a wealth of information opportunities to draw our world closer, but... It could also be a dangerous place, particularly for children who don't fit in, and in this case, with many LGBT youth. This cyberbullying legislation, coupled with the July 1st, 2012 implementation of the Dignity for All Students Act, are important to screen safe, welcoming learning environments for all of our students. The bill's passage by both House and Legislature today is another critical step to make sure that students are protected from harm by mandating that. All incidents being immediately reported to the school principal for investigation. All students required to learn about safe or responsible use of the Internet as part of the school's character education that was created by the Dignity for All Students Act. Also included, they will be not allowed to say anything bad to anybody else ever again in, in the school hallways. Oh, no. That, I think that was a little bit on my part. Guys, your thoughts?
1: I think it's great. Yes.
0: Oh God, Dave, what am I gonna do with you? You know, you, the, uh, the the thought is good, but once you start passing stuff in the stuff into laws, that's basically prohibiting freedom of speech. And I know. Okay,
1: if, Anthony, <laughs> you cannot yell fire in a crowded theater. And
0: I disagree with that. I should be able to yell fire at a theater. If you're stupid enough to run and get trampled, that's your own fault.
1: Um, Then I hope you're in front of the door and get your ass trampled when you do it.
0: I'm not going to go to a theater where there's going to be a fire. If somebody yells I'm going to go, that can't happen here. (laughs)
1: Like you plan something like that.
0: (laughs) You want to know how much I plan in (laughs) ahead?
1: No, not really. That's like
0: when when you go to places where it's like, hmm, this place looks kind of rickety. Maybe I shouldn't be in this place if it catches on fire. I get the fuck out. So, no, I, I, so I, Joey was here too. You he would agree with me on this. I, this, all this cyberbullying stuff is just another way that they're trying to find ways to implement our freedom of speech so they can have more control. We're
1: talking over. about kids. So underage, underage kids. And the Supreme Court has more than once said there is no freedom of speech, there is no democracy in the classroom. And the, the classroom, well, the classroom and by is a different- by, by Supreme Court ruling is a benevolent dictatorship, it is not a democracy.
0: Well, first of all, the Supreme Court can suck my balls on several of their rulings. But second of all, just because But still,
1: do, it's a Supreme Court yeah, precedent that doesn't make until it it's right. overturned.
0: Yeah, that doesn't make they also said corporations are, well, that's a whole other discussion we discussed in our
1: That's way. that's all that's a very very old law, actually. Yes, I know. The personhood of corporations
0: we never followed up on that. We never discussed yeah. that. But that doesn't mean the personhood of corporations
1: that, was a law passed by by very early on by Congress.
0: That doesn't mean it's right though. I mean, there are very
1: I there's, I know. I think it's been taken to an extreme, but until it's either legally challenged uh, or constitutionally well, I mean, challenged or repealed, good luck.
2: Go ahead, I mean, the best way to um, the best way that's ever going to happen is by repeal or redefinition. But yeah. But There's too much money behind it the way it is right now, so...
0: Yeah, but why is there such... Think about this. Why is there such a big push now to do the cyberbullying stuff? Why is it such a big thing in the news right now?
1: Because you've had kids... Who got Why? Kids have been, been
0: doing that for years. Kids have been jumping off bridges for years. Why all of a sudden is this all such a big deal now? It's because they want to find ways to limit your freedom of speech, limit the internet, so they can control the internet, get control over it, and thus have to force you to do – you know, you won't be able to get free stuff anymore. You won't be able to speak your mind freely Bullshit. anymore. Bullshit. You'll have to Bullshit. pay extra to it's, get the free unlimited internet version.
1: Hey, 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 hey bullshit it's the same principle as if a kid had written a note saying look at the sissy fag next to me and pass it to somebody else and that, whether it's a handwritten note or whether it's the internet it's a kid engaging in hatred speech it's te- it's it's about teaching kids respect it's about teaching kids that hard, like it, it, it not, or not it's not like, the like, let right. me finish <laughs> go ahead It's about teaching kids respect It's about teaching kids That you can have all the thoughts You want in your head But the second you let those thoughts Become words and those words cross your lips Or come out your fingers On the printed page Or a Facebook status or whatever You become responsible for them As long as they're inside your mind It's one thing But the second that that they are expressed They have the power to hurt and when you're talking about an age and a time when kids are are when they are awkward, when they are trying to learn to fit in, and yes, for most I mean for all kids, I don't care what orientation they are. they are testing out their sexuality. And it's a very vulnerable, a very um, very awkward time for them to do that. And at the same time, if you've got somebody here uh, harassing some of the kid Because they are different And I'm sorry There's no protection on that if It's, it's fighting somebody, words it's also, it's also Can be considered fighting words Which yeah. have also been uh, Have been said more than once By the Supreme Court That they are not protected speech well, Fighting words are not protected That's
0: That's First of all, I disagree with that, and I don't care what the Supreme Court says. They can pass any law that they want. That doesn't necessarily but mean they take away my my ability to run my life and run the life.
1: You that can I, run your life. You can run your life however you want to, until your freedom to run your life however you want to abridges some, somebody I, I else's I freedom. Well, but, there you go. But,
0: but saying words unto somebody else doesn't necessarily equate a crime. And we were, in effect, I was was just talking about this with my friends yesterday, is that this is the problem wait a minute, let me finish. So this is a problem when you have mandated school. Everybody has to go to school as required by the state. And you put the kids in the school, and one, you don't give the teachers the ability to discipline. It's like, well, this is the problem. You're putting the kids in a place where the people who are responsible for them should have now have to act as parents, and now you're saying that they can't discipline the kids. It's And that's the problem. Because think of it this way. If you're out on playground, and some other kid is coming up to your kid and spouting, stuff in their face, you're telling me you wouldn't get up in that kid's face and or their parent's face because of that kid's actions? Teachers should have the same ability to do that as well.
1: Well, they, they will because of this bill.
0: Well, you don't need a law for it. You just need common sense though, because what the law will do is it will go to the extreme and thus, like I said, it'll start infringing on our rights to say anything online and then we're gonna not be able to do anything online and then we'll have to basically pay more and we'll become more of the slaves that we are to society. It's once again.
1: Oh God, you're you're so You're so fucking slippery slope it's not even funny.
0: Well it's happened.
1: It's happened. Anthony It's happened in in in, in Korea, they have a law that's That's fucking Korea. That's not the United States. Yeah, well we're gonna get there. Fucking Korea, not the United States. (laughs)
0: We're gonna get there very soon. Believe me, once China invades us, it's
1: Oh god, you're so (laughs) full of shit. Anthony, you're so full of shit.
0: I am not full of shit. I'm just full of crap. You know,
1: as as somebody who grew up being bullied. I, as someone, I no, 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 no. no. Let me finish.
0: All right, fine.
1: God, <laughs> as someone who grew up being bullied, as someone who grew up being treated differently because I was different in a way that I didn't even understand at the time, mm. when I was being called a fag, when I was being called a sissy, when I was being told I was gay, and I didn't even under, completely understand what that meant, I had a few teachers who had the balls. And I'm talking female teachers who had balls mm. To stand up and say Not in my classroom Yeah. Say whatever you want to on your own turf Say whatever you want to on your own parents roof But when you're in my classroom You abide by my rules You will not you. Shut up <laughs> God I'm not
0: disagreeing with you
1: Okay <laughs> this, is, this just gives those teachers A legal basis to say that A law behind them That says Yes, when they discipline Johnny or Jane for cyberbullying, some other kid, when they say to some other kid, "No, you're not going to do this," and here's what I'm going to what's going to happen if you do this again, it gives them a legal basis because yes, you're right. Unfortunately, too many times the rights of stu- of teachers and principals to discipline has been taken away from them by schools, districts that are very afraid of lawsuits. sometimes for good reason yeah. of litigation this gives them a legal basis to take back some of that power and say not in my classroom not in my school well they should already whatever have you want to, they but they don't
0: i know and that's the problem but see i think that when you do this in a law sense then there's some other hidden undertone to it and there's some well, Anthony, other people and-
1: Until the day that we are enlightened and until the day that we automatically choose the right choice and until the day that we decide to think of somebody else before we act and to think of the implications before we act, until that day that we're all enlightened, however that happens, we have to have laws. We have to have laws as a functioning society. Anarchy doesn't work.
0: Well, I agree. You it have it just to have doesn't laws, work. But the problem is that most of the laws that are passed today are done to basically give a lot of people more money and and basically take away our rights. This
1: has nothing. This has nothing to do with money. Uh, nothing.
0: I, I would. No. I would. I would advise you. All right. So let's put this in the red book, Brother Senatus, Put this in the red book. Um, I guarantee you, in two years, there will be. The inability to say anything nasty on Facebook or whatever the social media is at the time. That's
1: that's Facebook's policy. Facebook can make that policy because they're a private company. Well, they're a publicly traded company.
0: Yeah, but there will basically be some criminal thing that if you say, uh, hey, Country Boy West, who just joined the chat room. If you say something, you know, Bad online, you'll be held in criminal contempt of court or something like that. I, I guarantee okay. you, two to five years.
1: First, the First Amendment still applies online. Not yeah, more
0: after this stuff. Yeah, yeah Let's. I think unless, we beat beating this you and say, dead horse in the ground five times yeah. over. Um, on to Pennsylvania, we go. This is an interesting story. Uh, story, Co- Pennsylvania Country f- County forces domestic pa- partners to out themselves county in Northeastern Pennsylvania has instituted a new policy requiring that same-sex domestic partners of county employees to identify themselves, even though they will not be permitted to collect benefits. The reason for this policy is to ensure the anti-nepotism prohibit... prohibit... uh, Let me try that again. Prohibit... I can't even say that today. Prohibition? Yeah, thank you. And restrictions are applied to domestic partners. It is unclear... The incentive, what incentive a, country empl- a county employee might have to obtain a domestic partnership if the restrictions apply and benefits don't. Thankfully, the county protects against LGBT employment discrimination, protecting couples from further penalization because of the forced outing.
1: Update- I say yay to that.
0: The ACU is calling this policy into question because even though it applies to both same and opposite-sex divester partners, both employees with same-sex partners have to uniquely file affidavits to identify their partners. So I say yay. I'm not sure what the problem is here.
1: <laughs> well, the problem is basically uh, if, if someone works for Luzerne County, they have to identify their same-sex deb- domestic partner. In other words, they live in a jurisdiction where they don't already have a domestic partner registry or same-sex, legalized same-sex marriage. But don't
0: you do that with where regular at, marriages too?
1: Yeah, uh, with regular marriages, that's just a matter of public record. Yeah. You oh,
2: know, I you, see. Okay, you, okay, yeah.
1: Right. Yes. In this case, they're having – because someone could actually use this as a loophole. Yeah. So essentially what they're trying to do is they're trying to treat same-sex relationships on an equal basis with opposite-sex marriages.
0: Well, they're also maybe trying to cut down people who says, oh, yeah, my part, my roommates and I are gay when they're not really gay, you know? I wonder-
1: uh, not so much that, but it, it's more – even though a same-sex partner can't collect any kind of benefits like, say, insurance or pension or anything like that um, – this is basically just saying, um, you know, the, like, let's say someone who works for the county court clerk, if there is such a thing, mm. okay, couldn't hire their partner as their administrative assistant. That's what anti-nepotism is all about. They gotcha. couldn't, you know, like, if if I was in a legally recognized marriage, I couldn't hire my spouse uh, for to work uh with me in a public office. Right. Okay. That's what it's saying. So yay. It's actually a it's actually a good progressive step. It's beginning to regard same sexual relationships on the same basis as legally recognized marriages. So it's actually a good thing. Even though it's gonna force some people out of the closet, it's one of those cases where you have to do a little bad to do a little good. Well
0: yeah if you're gonna sign up for benefits you at least should be able to identify yourself.
1: Well they they don't get any benefits. They wouldn't get well, any because. Well, but this
0: might be something where it's like we're going to give you the benefits at some point, we, but we have to get the ball rolling
1: somehow. Possible, yeah. So,
0: hey, we're out of time. So, real quick, let me give you guys a chance to plug your show. So, go ahead and tell us about what you guys do, and we will take it to Country by West, who will be joining us right after this show. So, without any further ado, Mister Blue Jeans Guy, tell us about your show.
1: Yes, host of a well, soon to be weekly again personal journal <laughs> podcast. And uh, I, have, I have sad news that the So You Think You Can Dance update has been put on hold uh, just due to the fact that I do not have cable and do not anticipate getting it anytime soon. And I only have an analog TV. Oh. Um, there's a possibility that Michael and I will do something toward the end of the season. Uh, just stay tuned for that. But very soon I will explain what all has been going on in my life. So be sure to check out that com. All
0: right. And then, uh, of course, Mr. Brother Sinatus.
2: Hey, you can follow me on Google+, Twitter, occasionally Facebook. But then again, I sometimes forget where that's located. <laughs> and I have uh, audio booths that I put out a couple times a week, and you can listen to them.
0: Alright, and I'm uh, Anthony You can catch my show Ashanti No Lemon And jo- this week we had a very, very funny show well, Probably one of the best I've been told I've written of uh, our comedy bits So go listen to Shanty No Lemon At AshantiNoLemon.com You can get, of course, this show And all other shows that we have there Available at the Shanti Network So, thank you very much for listening, folks And we will be back next week Same back time, same back channel On This Week in Game So, bye-bye
2: 拜拜拜